Welcome back to In Gear with the Shop. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. This month, I'm joined by Lauren Winans, the CEO and Principal HR Consultant at Next Level Benefits. Based in Pittsburgh, Next Level Benefits is a nationally certified HR consulting firm that offers expertise and support in a number of areas, including benefits and compensation, employee management, organizational development, and talent acquisition. In this episode, we'll touch on a few of those topics, including some issues that employers around the country are currently facing, like employee retention, the benefits of providing professional development opportunities, tips for creating a positive work environment, and a lot more. But that's enough from me. Now, it's time to get in gear with Lauren Winans. I'm here with Lauren Winans, the CEO and Principal HR Consultant of Next Level Benefits. Lauren, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat. Awesome. Well, can you start out by telling us a little bit um, about your background and what you do at Next Level Benefits? Sure. So um, prior to uh, my time here um, Mm -hmm. with Next Level Benefits, I was an HR professional for about 20 years. I worked at a variety of different organizations um, as an HR leader and have a lot of expertise in the employee benefits and total reward space. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I kind of fell into HR and stuck with it for several years. And about uh, almost four years ago now, I started my organization, Next Level Benefits. And what we are focused on is um, helping uh, employers create more best places to work by acting as an extension of their team as HR consultants um, and contractors. So we spend a lot of time with our clients, helping them to, um, you know, create an atmosphere in which employees will want to come to work. And Mm -hmm. uh, also we can also help employers to remain compliant and, um, you know, do all the things that they need to do uh, to, to employ wonderful, talented folks. Sure. Um, It's been an issue, I think, beyond, I mean, not just in in the automotive aftermarket space. I think every industry is struggling with this right now. Um, Why do you think employee retention has been so difficult for a lot of employers lately? You know, I think employee retention is a thing that is, is challenging to pinpoint exactly the best way to retain um, employees, you really need to understand your demographic, the the folks that are working for you, mm-hmm. um, you know, to to ensure that you are um, creating an environment that they want to work in, because ultimately that's what it comes down to, right? Is mm-hmm. you know, people want to be treated fairly, they want to be treated equitably, they want to see that they have a career path and an ability to do more. Um, than what they're doing today. They want to contribute to something bigger than themselves. And if they don't necessarily feel that they can see the forest through the trees, um, perhaps they don't feel like they're being compensated fairly, or they don't feel like they have, you know, the same benefits that maybe, you know, a colleague or a family member might have at another employer, they are very quick to see if the grass is greener. And Mm -hmm. so I think that we're dealing with, particularly since the pandemic, we're really dealing with, um, you know, folks who are, you know, quick to find happiness wherever they can find it. And so Mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's, it used to be about, you know, from an HR perspective, looking at the numbers, how many people are leaving the company, what can we do, you know, to, to stop that turnover rate from creeping upward. And now I feel like it's more about, you know, Hey, what can we do to help people bring them their whole selves to work? How Mm -hmm. can we create an environment where people 
thrive, want to be here, are productive and, you know, help our organization, you know, make money, which is really what it's all about <laughs> mm -hmm. for most companies. So sure. it's, it's just a shift in the mindset and the focus is just heightened a little bit from where it was, you know, maybe even four or five years ago, mm -hmm. but employee reten retention has always been a thing that, you know, em employers have had to pay attention to. It's just, I, I think it's becoming harder um, as the years go on to crack the code um, mm -hmm. of how to keep people, uh, keep people engaged. Sure. I mean, what are some ways that businesses and, and business owners can help create this environment where employees, like you said, are bringing their whole selves to work and, and fully committing to, to their job in, in this business? You know, I think when you shift the perspective and the lens at which you're looking at this, if you look at it, if you're an employer who can look at it from an employee's point of view, I think you'll have the best success. Mm -hmm. So, you know, generally speaking, you know, if you can look at things from, from an employee's perspective, what you'll see is that, you know, they want to be able to come into a job feeling confident, being welcomed, um, being trained properly. Mm -hmm. uh, understanding, um, you know, that what their role is and how it fits into the company, um, what the company's goals are and, and how they can play a part in um, helping to further those goals along. It's really about, I think, you know, identifying an employee wants to belong. And so mm -hmm. how do we facilitate their, them feeling like they belong in this organization and that they're getting something in return for their contribution. So I think, you know, what I see, you know, even out of our clients and even, you know, some, you know, some of the larger companies that are out there, I see the most successful um, employers are those that really step back, you know, think about it from an employee perspective, what it is, what is it do people want? They want to be paid fairly. Mm -hmm. They want clarity on what their job is, what their role is. Um, they want the ability to advance their career. They want to, you know, try different things, do different things, make more money as time goes on. They want to have benefits that help them care and support their family. And they want, um, th they want transparent leadership and communication. So they understand what's happening within the company um, and, and how they can be a part of it. So I think if, Generally speaking, if you kind of, you know, check all of those boxes, I, I think you're, you're on your way to success because, you know, employees, when they leave a company, it's usually due to feeling restless, feeling like the leadership isn't open and honest with them, mm -hmm. feeling like they're not getting paid appropriately, feeling like their job doesn't matter. It's not part of the bigger picture. And those are the reasons people leave. So if you can attack, <laughs> if you can attack those in a way that helps people to feel the flip side of that, which is feeling valued, feeling, you know, like they can be competent with their, what they're doing because they're trained well and they're paid well, then I, you know, I, I, I think it, it, it's a no brainer for an employer to take those steps to do that. And mm -hmm. you'll absolutely see the impact as it relates to retention. Okay. Well, I was, I was going to ask, what are some signs for employers that, that some retention issues might be coming up down the road? I mean, I mean, like I said, you kind of mentioned that, but, um, what are some of those signs and how can they be proactive in addressing those issues? Yeah, you know, it's keeping a pulse on kind of what the temperature is of an organization is key. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think we've all worked with with folks who are just 
you know, natural, consistent complainers and might have something, <laughs> you know, a concern with everything that might be happening around them. But True, when you yeah. see the tide change a little bit where that is the, the sentiment across the board a little more broadly outside of the typical squeaky wheels, mm-hmm. um, that's usually your first sign that you need to better understand what the problems might be. Maybe it's you know, maybe it's compensation. Maybe it's, oh, we got to pay more for benefits again, but our our merit increase, you know, doesn't, doesn't cover what now I'm going to have to pay more out of my pocket for my health insurance. It could be, you know, there's this one leader and under this one area of the company that is just a terrible leader and is really struggling and making everyone around them miserable. You really have to kind of, you know, Uh, find a way to eavesdrop and figure things (laughs) out. And sometimes that's direct interaction with employees. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's focus groups. Sometimes it's surveys. Sometimes it's just, you know, uh, tapping into your most trusted, you know, employees in the company and finding out what's happening and how people are feeling. And then actually taking those concerns and seeing them as valid Mm -hmm. um, and making attempts to do something about them. Even if, you can't do anything about it. You know, mm-hmm. let's say it's it's a compensation issue. You don't have the budget this year to increase everyone's compensation. Then, you know, maybe the best thing to do is to address it, you know, openly. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, maybe it's a communication to everybody. Hey, everyone, you know, I, I completely understand how everyone's feeling. I understand that inflation is just, you know, out of whack. It's, it's crazy. We all are, you know, struggling with, you know, uh, getting through, you know, paycheck to paycheck, whatever, however you want to package that message. But if you, if you can package it in a way that's like, Hey, I hear you, I understand you, but Mm -hmm. here's what I can do about it right now. And, you know, it it may not be much, or here's what I'm going to do next year to facilitate a compensation review to see if we can increase those salaries. It's, it's about I, he, letting people feel heard and then being communicative to let them know how you're going to address it and when you're going to address it. And so um, that's probably my biggest you know, recommendation for mm-hmm. employers out there is don't be afraid to ask employees how they feel about something. Don't be afraid to find out what that temperature is out there and how, how the entire organization or company might be feeling about, you know, a certain leadership, a certain aspect of your company goals. You know, that's the only way you're going to find things out is if you ask questions and you're a good listener and you're able to take what you hear and sift through it to determine what actions do I actually need to take here, Mm -hmm. if any. So that would be my, my, my big recommendation of how to get started. And then once you've pinpointed where some of those pain points are, that's when you can actually do something about it and you can invest the right company dollars in the right places in order to really improve how people feel when they come to work, which will naturally, you know, increase your retention, um, and, you know, decrease people, you know, leaving the organization. Sure. Um, do you think that will also help bring new people in if if you create this culture that's so positive and and um, leads people to being happy and, and successful at work? Absolutely. You know, I think that um, attracting talent into your organization is incredibly challenging right now. It always has been, but it's incredibly challenging right now in particular. Mm-hmm. And people talk, right? So, you know, a lot of people 
may be referred to your company through a friend or family member that might be working, might be a current employee. Mm -hmm. And so if you're treating your employees well, that the news of that travels. And if you're treating employees poorly, the news of that travels too. So if you take the steps to, um, you know, really, really create an environment that employees want to be there and want to work for you, um, then it won't be that difficult to attract new talent and to get them bought into the environment that you've created. And it's, it's really, you know, it, it's easy to say and harder to do. However, <laughs> it is, it is something that when you really strip it down, you get down to the basics of it's just human behavior, right? You know, mm -hmm. you're really just trying to, um, you know, meet people where they're at, um, you know, really try to explain to them the type of environment that you have um, at your company and explaining to them how they would be valuable a, a part of it. And, you know, new, new talent loves to hear that sort of stuff and loves to see, um, you know, when you're treating that employee population well, it'll be an easy decision for them to join you. Sure. Um, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but how much of a role do you think compensation and benefits plays in not only retention, but also um, bringing in new employees? I do think it's a huge part of this conversation. I, mm -hmm. Honestly, it almost, it, it feels to me like as time has gone on over the last five years or so, it's become more of the price, price to entry than it is, you know, anything else. Meaning that if you don't properly pay your people and provide them with comprehensive benefits, like it's a no-go from the start. You're, mm -hmm. you're going to um, displease, you know, talent who might be trying to come into your organization when they see that they can get paid better elsewhere or they can get ben better benefits elsewhere. That's really, you know, the first the first checklist item for a new candidate who might be trying to mm -hmm. uh, look for a new job. So I, I think it plays a big role. I think it it used to be the only factor, mm -hmm. and now it's not. But it is it is absolutely a primary factor. Um, and so you know we always recommend to our clients, um, and you know through the different speaking engagements that I do, you know it's always a a, a great idea to incorporate a compensation analysis and a benefits review, um, if not annually, at least every two years. Um, meaning you can access, you know, data in order to determine how competitive you are with compensation and benefits, so that you can stay either on pace with your competitors in, in your industry, um, you know, or you can at least know where you're positioned um, amongst your competition. And knowing is half the battle because then you can address those issues head on. For example, if you know your, your health insurance plan is not exactly as great as your competitor across the street, mm -hmm. if you know that up front during those interviews, when you're bringing someone new into the organization, you can address it right away. And you can say, you know what, we don't necessarily have, you know, the, the medical plan that so-and-so has. However, here's how we make up for that. You know, we've got, you know, great leadership um, and career development opportunities. We send you to training and we pay for it. We, you know, provide tuition reimbursement. We provide an annual bonus. You know, there's, there's different ways to kind of show, hey, like we can swing that pendulum in the other direction. We know this isn't quite, you know, where it, where it needs to be or where it could be. But I think 
knowing is half the battle really. And mm-hmm. so comp and Ben are really, really important um, pieces of the puzzle. And you've really, as an employer, you've got to stay on top of it because those trends tick upward every year. And so if you're not making strategic changes to those, um, you know, to, to the actual full package there, total rewards package, you might get kind of left behind and that will deter people from even applying to your jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, from the start you won't even get that opportunity to have those conversations with them to convince them to come to your organization sure um you mentioned training and professional development opportunities i mean there's an obvious benefit to the employee um but could you speak a little bit to what the benefits of offering those opportunities are to an employer sure thing i mean honestly the career development opportunities are one of the best ways to help to retain your employees um, you know, there's a lot of folks who enter a job with one particular skill set, and mm-hmm. when they feel comfortable in doing that, they might be ready to, to branch out and to try new things. And, but sometimes they're hesitant to do that because they, they really need the training or the support or some education in order to kind of take that leap and to get into maybe a different function or a different aspect of, you know, your company. And so when you're able to, um, identify number one, identify that an employee is hungry for more, um, acknowledge that mm-hmm. and help develop a plan around getting them through whatever hurdles get in their way of maybe getting to the next level in your organization or, you know, moving over to another function within your company or another, you know, even just becoming a manager, you know, for the first mm-hmm. time could, <laughs> requires a lot of <laughs> training and development because mm-hmm. it's, it's tough to lead people. So True. when you're providing people with a, with a, you know, a safety net, um, a support system to help them achieve what they really want to achieve, it is a really great way um, from an employer perspective to like, I, I guess I would say like kind of mine your talent you get to understand who has what type of skill set and capabilities that maybe you didn't realize before. You're also investing in that employee to be, you know, bigger, better, stronger, and more capable across different areas of your company. So you can, they become more versatile and more valuable to you as you Mm -hmm. train them. Um, and then also too, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity as from an employer perspective, um, you know, to really kind of see, Hey, you know, we've developed this career path for maybe this type of technician or this type of analyst or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, maybe some entry level positions are, if you can get people on at, you know, at the entry level and help them work their way up through the company, um, the dedication and the loyalty that we might see as lacking these days um, can really kind of be instilled from the get-go. Like, you know, for one place that I used to work at, we used to bring in interns and we would teach them all aspects of the retail business. Mm -hmm. And they would actually rotate through different um, departments and functions within the company. And so by the time that they were maybe three, four or five years in, they had figured out which aspect of retail they were interested in, but they honestly, they could be deployed in any area mm-hmm. um, to fill any gap at any time. And so when you create, um, when you offer training, when you offer an ability for people to deepen their skill set, 
it really does help you as a company when you're ready or when you're in a, a situation where you're short staffed in one area, you can have someone come in and pinch hit for that because they've already been trained and they already know how to do that. So it's, it really does help down the road. It's a really, it's a forward thinking strategic, um, you know, aspect of workforce planning, but mm-hmm. it really does benefit the employer just as much as it does the employee. Sure. I, I just I just want to end this interview by asking you if you have any tips for um, just general advice for creating a positive work environment to help kind of promote employee satisfaction, I guess. You know, my number one is making sure that your leaders um, are fully trained and fully capable of leading the staff. Um, you know, when you're, you know, a senior executive, um, you know, within uh, a company, sometimes you don't have that visibility down to your front lines or even your middle management. And so it's very important that leaders within a company are, um, are well-trained on what your company culture is, what your expectations are, um, how they should be interacting with the staff, um, how to push messages down into an organization um, to create transparency and open communication and also um, you know how to manage a team such that if you need to fight for them um, you know fight for higher pay fight for a promotion fight for you know different resources or tools that that employee might need those leaders need to you know expand their skill set as it relates to leadership and management and that's probably my number one one takeaway is if you can if you can train your leaders um, appropriately you you're going to create a culture where people feel heard and understood and um, all the other programs and development opportunities and money that you might invest in comp and benefits will then be worth it um, because your leaders are helping you to create an environment that people actually want to be a part of. Awesome. Well, Lauren, thanks so much for coming on the show. It was great having you. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it, AJ. Thanks again to Lauren for coming on the show. If you want to learn more about Next Level Benefits and the services they provide, head to their website, nlbenefits.com. If you enjoyed this episode, You can find our full catalog of podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud, or wherever else you might listen. If you want to stay up to date on all the latest news in the aftermarket, head to theshopmag.com, where you can subscribe to the magazine and our daily e-newsletter. Well, that's all I've got, so thank you for tuning in to another episode of In Gear with the Shop. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. Cheers. Cheers.